right, all right. It's Mike up the Halo. Episode 10. Jacob. You made it. How the hell are you? I'm good. Double digits. Hell yeah. We made it to the big one zero. We got so much to talk about today. It's been a crazy week. We say that every time, but it's been nuts. It's been one of nuts. the most nuts weeks we've ever experienced as Eagles fans. Uh, again, how are you all doing? My name is Tyler. Jacob, say hello to the world. Hello, world. Jacob here, episode 10. Pretty excited. I don't know. Pretty excited. There's a lot of games to go over, a lot of drama to go over, uh, lots of other teams to talk about too. We'll get to those later. But uh, how are you, Tyler? Nobody asks you. I always get asked, how am I doing? <laughs> how, how the hell are you, No Tyler? one gives a shit, Tyler. No. no. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing good, man. Uh, today is a very beautiful day out here in Southern California, a little windy. But uh, also, we're going to the Angel game today, so I'm Woo! always, always a happy camper whenever we're we in. get to do that. We were, uh, we were there the other day, two days ago. We watched Shohei Otani pitch. He had one hell of an outing. I think he got pulled out a little early, but we'll get there when we get there. That happens a couple times. Absolutely. Over this past week. Uh, it's been so long since we talked to you guys, we actually have to go back a little bit into last week when uh, we took on the Red Sox in Boston. Boston, uh, man. Game one of this series, it did not end well for the Halos. It was a four to three game uh, that we ended up losing. Uh, rough, you know. We had uh, we had some good pitching from Griffin Canning, only allowing uh, two runs to come across. He did strike out seven batters, and his uh, command was there, just giving up a couple walks. He went a solid six, and then Tony Watson. You know, he's normally the guy that we rely on in these situations. He comes yep. through clutch almost every time that he gets in unfortunately this time it, that was not the case he gave up two runs in one inning and uh subsequently that's what ended up losing us the game as this was a close one only lost by one run hate to see it it's a heartbreaker it's those are the tough games to start a series i was happy that we hung in there at the same time we started a little comeback and then they just squashed us right there at the end the bottom of the seventh uh bullpen didn't come through eh. I mean, I was more confident then than now with the Red Sox going going into the series. I was happy to keep it close, I guess. But, uh, yeah, moving forward, there wasn't much else good to talk about. I'm always happy whenever Otani hits a home run. I mean, he yeah. he's just amazing. <laughs> there's just no no debate about it. Um, it's never just, a, oh, there's another one. I feel like Trout has had a few of those where it's like, okay, it cleared the fence. Otani always clears it by a country mile. This was his 11th home run of the season. Uh, again, love to see it. Always fun whenever Shohei's able to get in there and do some damage. I think it was league leading at the time. And he still is. He's still he's league leading now, and we'll yeah. get to that for sure. Game two did not go as well as we expected it to. And I think it's time that we bring it up, man. Like, what's going on with Dylan Bundy? I understand that for the most part, the games that he's been in haven't necessarily been his fault when it comes to losses. But we're getting to a point now where Bundy's starting to look a lot like, you know, Quintana and and Heaney at the beginning of the season. Not good. Yeah, the ERA is at six after this game. Uh, we saw, I think, starting maybe three or f- maybe a month ago now, there was a game when he went into the sixth and started to lose it. And we yeah. kept thinking, okay, he can go five and a third, five and two-thirds before he starts to lose it. That kind of started creeping earlier and earlier as the weeks have gone on, and he's looked less and less like our ace every outing. So we said last time that his worst outing was the previous start on the last show. And today I think we can say that this was his worst outing. This uh, one's definitely his worst one. I mean, he did have the three solid innings um, in this game. Obviously the first inning he gave up the one run, but he settled down after innings two and three. As soon as he got to inning number four, 
that's when things fell apart. And they let him go into inning number five, which, I mean, considering the short leash that Madden has had with every other starting pitcher in the rotation, I'm surprised that that wasn't exercised here. A lot of questionable decisions from Madden like these past few series in yeah. regards to the pitching, man. I when mean, you want him to pull him, he doesn't. And when you're like, leave him in, leave him in. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. So uh, in this case, as soon as Bundy was done, Noe Ramirez came in. Which hey, welcome I back. Was a hilarious choice. Welcome uh, back. Honestly, I feel like at any time you're putting in uh, Ramirez. That's just uh, you're you're conceding position like, player. You might as well territory. be putting a position player exactly. on the mound. Uh, Tony Larusa would not be happy if you were to take Noe oh, Ramirez deep. Which, I got a lot to say about which that. Did happen. Got a lot. Uh, Noe Ramirez did allow a home run along with two earned runs, four hits, and three innings of work. I think three innings is the longest that we've seen him go for us before, so that was nice to see. Alex Claudio comes in, has a nice inning. Uh, you know, oh Claudio, oh Claudio, uh, one inning, one strikeout, and that's not. That's like that's pretty much the the highlight of the game. Just Claudio doing really well. Um, that's it. Bundy yeah, that's couldn't <laughs> get through. <laughs> Bundy couldn't get through the order the second time, so he got through once with one run in the first. And then it kind of all fell apart once it came around to the top again. It and was rough. Yeah. I mean, Red Sox, they scored nine on us. Lots of offense coming from Bogarts. I think Hugo, they're for real. Devers. They're, they're there, man. They're for 25 real. 25 and 16, you don't get there not doing well. You get there doing well. I, I said last week I think they're the wild card team. I'm sticking by that. But I think they're for real in the hunt. You know, they're they're in the chase. Perez went six shutty for them this yeah. game. Uh, his, his control was a little off some with four walks, but – He's been pretty lights out for the most part for this team. I mean, bullpen shut it down for them with this Angels lineup that still had Mike Trout in it at the time. Um, Mike Trout, Shohei, Rendon's back, Upton's in there. The Goose. The Goose. The Goose provided the most offense this game. He actually got two hits. Nobody else got more than a hit. It's a lot of a lot of the folks like Trout and Rendon, they only and Andy Glacius and Upton combined, and of course Suzuki and Fletch. Uh, they did not get a single hit this game. No, so the, core, the core didn't do anything in this series, really. I mean, it's until the next day, I guess. I'm in this game. And the game before, it was all kind of the little guys pitching in the first game. And the second game, not one run scratched across, but any of the offense was from the back of the lineup. So Halos lose this one 9-0. to Dylan Bunny gets his fifth loss of the year. Ouch. You hate to see it. Terrible. On to game three where there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, from the beginning, this game did not look like it was going to go well for the Angels. Uh, I lied. I'm I'm a liar. That is not what I meant to say. Bullshit, From the beginning, Tyler. it seemed like Stop this game was going to go really well for the Angels because they came out with a yep. hot second inning rally. Four runs. Uh, yeah. You know, it, you love to see it. You got... Goslin going with the double. You got Walsh with the double. Both of them off Eovaldi, who's not a pitcher to sneeze at by any means. Anthony Eovaldi is one of the best out there, He's our ace. especially for this Red Sox team. Yeah. But then we have our own little undercover ace up in this in this game. His name is Jose Quintana. Hey, Five, Quintana. Four and a third innings, only allowing three runs against this hot Red Sox lineup. He struck out seven batters, so his stuff was on. He didn't give up a walk. Normally, we're seeing Quintana walk bases or yeah. walk batters onto bases like no other he only walked zero batters this game so that's excellent that's great and they were saying oh how well the red sox do against lefties and it's over sweep is coming all that kind of stuff um the four early runs in the second was great 
I did, I think, send you a message or we were talking and I said, that's not going to be enough. That's, there's no way. It's too early. And sure enough, it, it was It was not. <laughs> and you said light at the end of the tunnel. It was at the very end of this tunnel, uh, all the way to the ninth inning. And thank goodness for Shohei Otani. You know, he's basically carrying the team on his back almost every game at this point. We did get to see Hunter Strickland make his debut for the Halos. We just recently acquired him. Um, is this the one he looked good in? He he looked <laughs> solid, and he he okay. only went two two and a third. He faced three batters. He struck out the first two batters he faced with zero problems. Gave up a hit in his last batter. Madden said, "That's it for you, buddy. We're going to Tony Watson." And Tony Watson came in and shut it down after that. Rysel came in, yeah, uh, in the in the bottom of the eighth, and he did real well. Yeah, one and then full it was, inning uh, of work. He ended up getting the win for this game. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. He Mike got the W. The Maniac Myers. He made it a little suspenseful at the end, gave up a couple walks, but he struck out three to shut it down and get his second save of the season. You love to see it. Halos come back with that home run from Otani, the 12th of the season at that point, off of Barnes, Matt Barnes. And Matt Barnes is really, really good. He, up until this point, he hadn't blown a save this season. He hadn't lost a game this season. This was the game that that broke him, unfortunately. I got to pause. The Mike Myers made that suspenseful. I love that. That was a little. I don't know if you meant to do that, but that was funny. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Always. Barnes was scary. I was like, okay, well, we're gonna get shut down here. And truthfully, that's we, what I thought. We, Mike Trout came through with that base hit. Well, that's when I thought it was over. Hit. I thought it was over with. I mean that that's over with. I think nine out of ten times. A, Most a of the time. High bloop single between a triad, uh, sorry, a triad of Red Sox in right field, I think that's caught nine out of ten times, even with where it was placed. I think it was miscommunication, it was wind, it was uh, whatever it was, knowing it was the last out maybe. but uh, Sometimes fielders make mistakes, and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, we make them all the time here at the Angels. So, um, but the Angels? The Angels making those errors. <laughs> Come back to bite you. Yeah, uh, Otani doing what he needs to do, clutch hitting. I mean, Trout got lucky there. People say if anybody's going to get lucky, it's Trout to put a bloop single in like that. Yeah. But uh, Otani did what he's supposed to do, and that is come in clutch big time, yeah. big time clutch. Uh, Jared Caravas did not think so. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys listen to Starting Nine or I don't, but uh, I like they Dallas. Have some Dallas good takes. Cool. Yeah, Dallas Braden is awesome. Shout out Dallas Braden. Jared, you know. Your, your hate for the Angels is so apparent. It's always there, and I get it. I get your reasons. I do. But Dallas works for the Oakland A's and seems to appreciate Otani and Trout for what they do and understands that the Angels organization is not the best, but the way that he goes about it is a little bit different. Jared, you seem to think that the Red Sox swept this series, which I'm looking here. I don't see that. So. Yeah, it looks like uh, they won the series, but I don't think they swept it. I think a full sweep is when the other team doesn't win any games. Am I correct that, in saying that? That's how it works when you don't get knocked around in the ninth inning. And you complain about the foul pole. It's your own fucking ancient ballpark, buddy. Yeah. It's your own ballpark. So what do you, how many home runs has David Ortiz wrapped around that? You could actually go and look it up in any other ballpark. That still would have been fair. Yeah, so not I sure did hear that. Where his, where his common sense is coming from there. I heard that from a superior baseball podcast to starting night. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh so yes, Halos win that one. Six to five. Yep. Love to see it. Big win. Big Close win. out the series. And they make their way back down to Anaheim to play against the Cleveland Indians or Spiders or whatever the hell you want to call them by the end of this year. Is this the last time they're in Anaheim is, as the Indians? I think so. We might play them again later on in the well, year. I gotta check because that would be a cool story to say we went to the last game. We did get to see Cleveland Indians played in Anaheim. Yep. 
it was great. We'll get to that game in a moment. But for yeah. now, game one against the Indians, who are hot, by the way, 21-18 and 18 at this point, 11-11 uh, on the road, 500 on the road. That's still good. That's what you shoot for. Exactly. That's what you we shoot had for. Pablo Sandoval make his first start of the year for the Halos. I was a little confused by this call. Uh, you know, I made that rhyme, Sandoval call. He went four hey. solid innings, and I say solid loosely. He did give up six hits, two earned runs, uh, one of them being a home run at the very first pitch of this game, which was did not set things up well for me. No, I mean, I was set the like, tone well, like an see, angel game. Let's see how bad this is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, boys and girls. Exactly. But he did get two strikeouts, only allowed one walk. And then Tony Watson came in. He shut the door with one inning of relief, struck out the side in order. It was fantastic to see. Some good offense this game, too. The Goose... Phil Goslin. Goose is loose the again. Goose is loose. He's doing great, hitting doubles left and right. Lagaris hitting doubles left and right. Jared Walsh hitting doubles left and right. The boys are back in town, yeah. and they're doing amazing this game. Lagaris found something. Yeah. I think starting this game, he found something. Because he's getting he's more been... playing time. I told you that yeah. the, like when, when we first started bringing him in, he was going 0 for 4. It was immediately after Fowler got his injury, and everyone's like, what the heck happened to Ligaris? It's like that dude didn't get any playing time for no. a solid few weeks. Like, and think of this. You lose the roster spot, and then all of a sudden, what, a week into the season? When did Fowler get hurt? A week in, right? Yeah. A week and a half? It was in Dunedin. All, yeah, all of a sudden, boom, here you go. Now you do have the spot. So we didn't really want you, but now we need you. So come up and hit in the seventh spot. It, it just, it's a recipe for a slow start if you look at all the pieces. He misses the spot. You know, They said yesterday he's our best defensive center fielder at, at this point with, with Trout being out, which we'll get to. He's the best guy. So it's not surprising to see him turn it on after just giving him some time. Give him some time in the field and at, and at the plate, and he's seeing the ball well. He's definitely got the magic in him. Uh, I do need to make a correction. I did say Pablo Sandoval earlier, not Patrick Sandoval. Oh. So I apologize. Patrick Sandoval, Panda. Southern California native, went to Mission Viejo High School with my cousin. So uh, good on you, Sandoval. Nice. Pitch better. Yeah, do 5. a little better. 5.56 ERA. Come on. Don't be the lefty we get rid of. Bullpen did really well this game, uh, with the exception of a home run from Myers and a home run off of Strickland. Uh, Strickland yeah, still Strickland. out on still, the cat's still uh, in the bag for Strickland uh, in regards to whether or not we're gonna. I mean, we were happy when we saw the oh, signing. We were on paper, we I think trade. he became our best closer immediately. Absolutely on paper, but um, the, I think there's been two homers now. Just a little questionable. That first game was clean, and then it's a little so, scary. Yeah, Rysel came in and sliced it up, saved the game, struck out the side in order in one innings pitch. Seven saved the season for him. Otani hits his 13th home run of the season, the second inning off of Hent Guess, and a 2-1 count with one out. Love to see this from the Angels, especially, you know, coming off of that rough Red Sox beginning of the series. Getting yep. two in a row here is what you want from the team, especially against the Indians, man. Like, if we're able to take out the Indians, there's no reason why we should be, we should lose to anybody else after that. No, I mean, they're a good team. They're not expected to do much, but like you said, they've been hot lately. Their pitching has been really good, so that's what's kept them afloat. I think their lineup is just good enough. Uh, kind of the opposite recipe that the Angels have. But either way, yeah, I mean, it was a good start to the series. Uh, it was a hard-fought next couple games, which we're going to move into. Yeah, so game two did not fare that well for the Angels. It started off early, did not look good. Uh, Cleveland came out with a five-run 
first inning. You hate to see it. I mean, Andrew Heaney just came out, was not having his best stuff. Not good at all. It's back to beginning of the season, Heaney. Yeah, that's where we're at. First couple starts. J-Ram took him yard the first inning, and then things did not get any better after that. Somehow he made it out of the first, and he ended up pitching. The amount that he kept that he was – I mean, Madden's so weird, dude. The short leash that he has, and then it's like, all right – We'll let Heaney go another inning after giving yeah. up five earned runs in the first few. No big deal. Then they put in Jaime Berea, who has had his best his best performance of the season, only going four innings, but only allowing one run. Yeah, and he looks solid. That's the longest he's gone. It's super looking confusing, good. man. Like I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Uh, when he was in Dunedin, he could not get it together. Uh, but here, he had his stuff. Maybe some more playing time down in AAA is what's working out for him. Uh, Claudio came in. He's the one that got the loss uh, oh, after the Angels had tied it up. Claudio. We fought back. We fought back. We did come back with a run in the first inning, which was nice. Um, and then again in the fourth, and then again in the seventh. Uh, by the seventh, that's when we had tied it up. That's when we were thinking we're coming back into this game. Uh, Upton hit a cu- hit a bomb. Iglesias hit a bomb. Otani got his 14th home run in the first inning. So he he really gave us the uh, the fighting spirit that we need to get back into it. Fortunately, Claudio couldn't get it done. You know, it's that Madden's blaming the uh, the outfield line, the the yellow yeah. the yellow line for the home run line. I saw that. Look, I was almost gonna say something when he got the first two outs. I was like, is this gonna be a clean inning from Claudio? And I thought, no, I won't jinx it. Well, guess what, folks? It was too late. He got the two outs. He gave up the bomb. It was long gone. He squatted down as soon as he let the pitch go. He knew. He made a mistake. Um, yeah, why do we keep bringing him in? I don't know. I just it, There's no consistency there. He'll have a good outing and then have a bad outing. There's guys that have multiple outings stringed together that look decent, so I don't know. I, too many lefties in the bullpen right now for me, too, especially if we move one of our starters down there coming up soon, which may be the case depending on how things go. Maybe we'll have a seven-man rotation. Who knows what? No, I mean that's pretty much what it feels like right (laughs) now for having Sandoval with the spot starts or Junior Guerra with the spot start. Yeah, like it feels like forever. That might as well be what it is. Like for starters to come back, it feels like it's a week plus for the Angels, and that's it's every fourth day for Derek Cole and and other guys like that. So it's just not a recipe for success. Again, there's a lot of recipes for success that other teams use, and the Angels don't seem to want to copy and paste any of those. Otani was great, of course. 14 home runs in the season. The, the entire league leader in home runs right now. Yes, he's up on Acuna by one, and then I think a bunch of guys are tied for third. He's also one of the best pitchers in the league at the moment, so that's also super cool. Uh, People going seem to into, forget that. <laughs> going into game three of this series, Otani made the start. We were there at this game. Otani was hot, hot, hot from the very beginning. Struck out the first two batters he faced. Gave up a couple weak base hits in the first, uh, both of which shouldn't shouldn't have even counted for anything. I mean, uh, one did end up scoring. He got out of that inning, went four and two-thirds innings, only allowed five hits, two earned runs, only walked two batters, which is still pretty good. Yeah, he's getting that control back, like we were talking about. When's that going to come? I think he, he answered it. I think it. he's got it. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got it back. A lot, his velo was way down this game, which was super scary. I... I mean, it, but, it didn't yeah. hinder him from pitching well, which was nice to see. But at the same time, it's like... If that's what it takes for control, though, who cares? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, fuck, I'll take a well-placed 94 over a wild 98. I mean, come on. Well, y- and you could also... like I know we were criticizing Madden for pushing back Otani's start, but it's like 
the guy's not throwing gas. Like he's like something has to be wrong. I don't like that's I think he's, super yeah, weird. Fatigued or something. Super weird. They say fatigue and then he comes out and hits a bomb the next day. Yeah. So I don't know. It's bizarre. Uh Watson came in after Otani, and that's pretty much what, what broke the, the game open. Yeah. Angels or aside from that first inning bloop run to score. Otani was shutting it down. Andrews came back in the third and the fourth with some runs. Jared Walsh with a solo bomb in the fourth inning. He stays hot. His eighth of the year. Yep. Love Jared Walsh going to Jared. Um, Otani comes out of the game. He gets moved over to right field. Tony Watson gives up one hit that ended up resulting in a run. Walked a batter. Struck out a batter. He gets the loss this game. Has a... The Angels could not fight back at the end of it. Jacob and I were very upset by the end of this game because it's like, seriously, you're losing by one run. You but had it. You, you, the bullpen let it go not once but twice. They let them tie it in the fifth and sucks, then let them go ahead in the sixth and just shut it down. I mean, and the top of the lineup came around a couple times at the end. You had your chances. It's not like they got one in the eighth. You know, you see that happens a lot, and you have seven, eight, nine coming up to hit. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, two heartbreakers in a row. Uh, six five three two. It's like gotta have one of those. And Watson's the guy that you normally rely on because I mean, immediately after yeah. Watson, everyone else came in and shut it down. Cshek, Strickland, Kehada. Kehada makes his season debut, going one and two thirds inning, striking out two, not allowing a base runner whatsoever. So good outing from him. He got outrighted to Triple A Salt Lake immediately after that game. So that that's makes zero sense. Kind to of me. interesting why they did that. But <laughs> Doesn't make any sense at all. Aaron Sleggers came in, made it a little interesting in the ninth, gave up a hit, got a strikeout. Angels could not fight back. What? <laughs> I just can't get over that. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Oh, it's man. A, you know, there's so many other pitchers right now that could be outrighted to Triple A Salt Lake, but Kahada is the guy that they sent after a dominant outing. Which I mean, we'll get like now that we're about to talk about the Twin Series, we could talk in. We could talk about weird ass decisions from Joe Madden. Yeah. Or I, I mean the the outriding to Salt Lake might not have been Joe Madden specifically. Uh no, that could be an office move, but are they watching the games? Because uh, why does not. why does not. Claudio still have a seat in that bullpen if uh, I yeah. At the I don't moment know. there's no reason for it. No. Uh so game one against the twins, which happened yesterday, May twentieth, one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We had Alex Cobb on the bump and Alex, Cy Cobb has returned. Five yeah, he's back. amazing innings of one-run baseball, striking out four. His command was there. He had the thing working for him. Umpire was garbage, dude. He could not. like. There were so many strikes that Cobb threw that should have been called strikes. Yeah, They cut that back half of the plate. So yeah. that it may start on the plate and then drop off at the back, but it's, it's still a strike. Bizarre. If it's over the plate above the knees at any point in time, it's a strike. It's so the weirdest thing. It, it breaks super late, so I understand the catch is low. But you got to look at where the ball crosses the plate, not where it hits the glove. It's, Suzuki come on. Um, actually did, did really well at framing this game, so I'm really surprised considering the amount of grief that we give him for not uh, yeah. being the best framer. But he actually did it here this game. Maybe he tried for the first time this season. I don't know. The main, the man of the hour this game, pot- potential player of the week at this point. Oh? The goose is loose. The Phil Goslin is still loose. With, a, with the first inning home run, a moonshot, to the outfield, and then comes through with a double along with Lagares to score a couple runs. Angels win this one 7-1. to one. Outstanding pitching from Cobb, who I thought should have finished the game. Um, and this was going to be part of my Madden having questionable decisions when it comes to leaving or taking out pitchers. Uh, I guess Cobb was developing a blister, yeah. so that's why he was taken out. He was also at the agreed-upon pitch limit that they had set for him. Madden had originally said that there was no pitch limit for Cobb, but sometimes managers lie about that so that it doesn't give the other team 
any anything to work with. Yeah, they think we just got to get through seventy pitches, boys. Let's let's just ride him out, and then we'll get the bullpen that sucks. Exactly, but yeah. the bullpen did not suck. Cshek came in, he shut it down two shutout innings, no hit baseball, two strikeouts. He did hit a guy by the name of Nelson Cruz, forty year old Nelson Cruz. Oh, Hope that he's looked right. like it he hurt hit him so bad. Wrist. Scary oh. play. Considering how well Nelson's doing and how old he is, I mean, that's how you wish Albert Pujols was playing right now. Yeah, I mean, I th- I thought that hit the bat with how hard it went off, and, and yeah. I heard it. It was a tough ricochet. That's just a wrist breaker, I thought, for sure. But no, he stayed in the game. And you could tell he, he was mad about it, but man, he kind of, his delivery's so wild. Yeah, man. It's just uh, so loosey-goosey. Every single that sidewinder that I've ever faced, I freak the fuck out because yeah, you know, that was the arm a, angle where the ball is before they release the ball, it's pretty much where your body is. Yeah. So it's like... It's a reverse cement mixer. Like yeah. It's a cement mixer curveball that doesn't really move. This fades out and hits you in the wrist at 90. I think he was throwing pretty hard. Yeah. Mid-90s. And he, you know, like I said, he knew it. It was a mistake. But man, that's just painful. Uh, Andleton Simmons also makes his return to uh, to Anaheim. I don't think he played in the last series that, that they were here for. It was just the one game. It was just the one yeah. game. Uh, but he did play both of these games. Good to see Simba back. Yeah, they did a, a little, nice little tribute video. Little video, for him, which yeah, is nice. Was good. He was happy to he be. He has back. hair now. He's got, He's got like dreads. the yeah the Tatis kind of look. Maybe not quite it's that coming out excessive. But yeah, I mean it, it's a different look for him. I, I I love Simba. I think he was the best defensive shortstop the Angels have yeah. had since maybe maybe uh, Eckstein or you can you can make arguments for a lot of guys. But totally. Really, really solid player. The Twins are happy with him. So it's good to see he's he's back. Well, that'll do it for game one of that little... So we, we won 7-1 to one for the first half of the doubleheader. The Yay. second half of the doubleheader did not go well. Uh, Griffin Canning makes his, I don't know, seventh or eighth start of the year. He's 3-3 three and three now after this game. Uh, things did not start off well for Canning. He almost made it out of this inning without allowing a run, but then he gave up a grand slam. So yeah, do that. Do do whatever you want with that information. Uh, Jose Angels Rojas start again. <laughs> yeah, Angels start pretty much. You know that's that's just the way it goes. At this point, at this point, you gotta you gotta think about moving him to the bullpen because like he b- between him and Quintana, they just don't get through innings. They don't yeah. eat innings, and you need guys that could eat innings. And these guys aren't those dudes. I'll make an assumption here, not to cut off from the game summary, but if uh, C Rod is still here and healthy and pitching well. He would have one of their spots by now. I would absolutely. Hope. I, I think it would be Canning righty for a righty trade, but it could be Quintana as well. I, I, I think if C Rod was still pitching the way he was up until his injury, he has one of those starting roles at this point, He'd which is well deserved. And I think his injury is a lot more severe than than they said it was. Because yes, you heard how, anything? Look at how long he's been out. They you heard a, a said sniff a thing about C Rod. Fuck, not a single word. Angels PR man, you gotta. You got to get it together. The New York Yankees of the West, man. There are teams that let their fans know. You think the St. Louis Cardinals or Chicago Cubs, those fans love that team. They love everything about that organization. It's because they're honest with them. They're honest with them. If they're rebuilding, they tell them. If somebody's hurt, they tell them. Um, If somebody's struggling and they've they've talked about it with a manager and and they're going to sit out some games to rest or whatever it is, they tell the fans the truth. And the Angels are maybe, yeah, like the Yankees, they're one of the worst at doing that. So it's very annoying. We don't know anything about uh, C Rod, we didn't know anything about Cobb. We didn't know anything about Cobb until he's all of a sudden, oh, he's starting. Yep. So we had no updates on anybody. It's very, very uh, not surprising. And with Trout now, it's going to be the same thing. It sucks, man. Uh, going through, oh yeah, I mean, we this 
we totally totally glanced over Trout getting yeah. injured. I thought the, we were going to save it for the, the end. In the Cleveland series. We'll talk about it at yeah. the end. We'll, we'll go into full detail. Uh, Jose Sad. Rojas gets a first-inning home run here, his second of the season. It was a moonshot. Love to see it. And uh, that was the end of the home run brigade from the Angels. Uh, not a whole lot of offense this game. We did only score three runs. Uh, RBI is going to Butera, Ward, and Rojas. Ward's doing great, man. Yeah. Eighth RBI of the season with limited playing time. He's doing fantastic. Under the radar, doing pretty well. Um, I mean, the batting average will get cleaned up, I think. Um, Slugging pretty well. Yeah, it's 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 kind of situational hitting that I think he's paid to do. I think he's laid down a bunt, yeah. if I remember one of his first You're games. Right. No, Dave Roberts uh, was very upset about yeah, it. Yeah, that was the one. Um, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Um, he can play third. He can play first, I think. He can play outfield. And I've heard he can catch. So yeah, he I'm can g- catch. Yeah, we're getting to the area where we want to put him back there. Maybe who knows? But we need to keep him around because with the injuries and with the outfield not going the way that we planned at all. Yeah. Um, hell, I mean, if Upton gets a day off, I'd rather Ward be out there than Rojas. Hundred percent. You know, so or, Rojas doesn't have the arm for outfield. No, I mean uh, nothing against his his bat. It's just yeah, the defense. It's just a, Rojas yeah, strictly is, defense. I heard he was working a lot on ground balls at third, so that's good. Well, he was working with you, right? Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, so Strickland came in after Canning, didn't do that much better, only went an inning, allowed a run, which was a home run. There it uh, is. Claudio came in, one and a third, surprisingly no hits allowed or runs allowed, but he did walk three batters, so that continues whatever me and Jacob are saying about Claudio. Oh, and Andre. You got to remember Andre. from the last Andre. show, Andre's biggest gripe was definitely old Claudio. Sleggers comes in to finish off the inning that Claudio started, gives up a walk, strikes out a batter, and then Jose Suarez makes his second or third appearance of the year, goes two innings, two hit baseball, one earned run, which is a home run, three strikeouts. Uh, he's He's been all right. He's been all right. I'd be fine if I never saw him again, but he's been all right. <laughs> That's kind of how we feel yeah. about a lot of these guys, Ramirez. <clears throat> so it, it was not as magical as the game he took over for whoever started that game with the uh, with the opener situation. Guerra. Yeah, so when he took over for Guerra, I thought he had like four really good innings. He still looked pretty good here. The homer, it's kind of a dagger. Um, puts it at 6-3. to three. It just kind of puts the game out of reach um, going into the bottom of the seventh. Not that if we had nine innings, we would have done any better, but... Yeah, just uh, typical Angels loss with the bullpen and the starting rotation not coming through. The offense not there either. I mean, six runs. This lineup, again, this was the better of the two lineups, I think. Game two was kind of the... Everyone, everyone that I know on Twitter that was going to the game was pissed. That yeah. They were going... Like, people they were going were to like, game one. Like, hey, anybody going to today's game, like, you know... You, you guys are, are true fans for being able to sit through that. Yeah. And that's the game that they crushed it. Yeah. And then this game, they had Walsh and Otani back in the lineup. Uh, I think Rendon was, or no, Rendon played the first. The first R- Rendon game, was the DH in the first one. But it's just like, whoa, dude, come on. How, like this, I mean, Otani went 0 for three strikeouts. Yeah. That's... Umpire wasn't doing that well, CB Buckner. But uh, it's still a little scary to see. I mean, Otani has the good average. He's slugging like crazy. He's the league leader in home runs, uh, and he's he's doing so much, dude. Like I I, I love Otani. I love that he wants to go out there and like want to give it his all. But you gotta you gotta put the you gotta put a leash on him, Joe. You yeah. gotta put some kind of leash. He needs a week off. I think like a whole just resting. Yeah. And, and recollecting himself. He's single handedly carrying this team, like you said yeah. at this point, with Trout being out, Rendon not being the player we expected i think the injury is still nagging rendon too i think that's something that 
the Angels, again, are not being honest about. Um, that's fine. I think it's still quality to have him in the lineup. But, yeah, Otani's going to break down. That's what I'm worried about is he's he's showing that he's not fragile like he was once before. Right. But, man, we're pushing the limits here. I mean, we, we we're, really we're are. We're really pushing it. We're, with, yeah. Uh, with we're redlining it, for sure. You put him in the outfield immediately after. I mean, like, I get it. We're, we're limited on who we can put out. But at I the same time. I think that's, yeah, to get the you, at You have Phil Gosselin on the. Okay, back, back to this, dude. Madden, like, what the hell is going on? You have a hot bat like Phil Gosselin. Starting game one, he's going off. He's probably your hottest batter right now throughout the, these past few games, especially in Boston. Like, what's going on, dude? Put that guy out there for game two. Put yeah. him out there for game two. He didn't. He's barely. He's barely playing. There's no way in hell the dude's fatigued. Put him out there. The strategy looks like okay. These guys have a good couple games. That must be all they're gonna do in a row. So we'll sit him for the next one. Like that's not a good. You, you play him until they're not showing their the production. Ace was on the mound. Jose yeah. Barrios. If it's not Kenta Maeda, you got Jose Barrios out there, and yeah. you're gonna get sliced and diced, my friend. No question. Put. I mean, go with the hot hand. That's just that's just what you have to do. And it's not like there's a lot to pick and choose from with this roster right now. So you got to go with the hot hand going into this series against Oakland, man. Because otherwise, like. What like this is either gonna make or break us right yeah, now. Like I agree. this the series that we're about to preview against the Oakland Athletics. It's a scary time to be an Angels fan. Yes. Like it, it's rough, man. I don't know what, what's gonna happen. They have James Caprielian starting tonight against Jose Quintana, who it, it honestly should be Dylan Bundy starting tonight. I don't know why they're having Quintana start prior to Bundy. Bundy started well before Quintana made his last start, which is what, on Sunday? Yeah. So it's it's Friday now. So it's Should a normal rotation for Quintana, but let's keep Bundy holding let's so hold Bundy back. What are they hiding know. about Bundy now? Yeah. Is something wrong with Bundy that we don't know about that they decided to skip his start? Nothing is out of que- out of the question for the Angels at this point for the PR. I don't believe anything. It's scary, dude. Yeah. Caprielian, one point eight zero ERA. Scary stuff. Uh to be fair, he's only pitched once this season. So uh He's only thrown five innings, allowed four hits, six strikeouts, and three walks. He's coming back. Who do you pitch against? Uh, say. Let me see. Looks like James Capriello, James Capriellian pitched against the Boston Red Sox. Okay, so, so he, he won that game. That's speaking good. of the Devils, that's good. Oakland right behind Houston for the first place spot in the American League West. Also scary that Houston's fought their way back to this point. Yeah, Houston on top. We're seven games back. Um, checking in on May 20th today, I think. Yeah, yep, May 20th. So not ideal, obviously. We're, we're still in the hunt. Um, I think if this stretches to 10, 12 games back here, we're, we're not, looking, not looking promising, guys. I know it's early, but we, we got to claw back to like 30 and 30. You know, like like that, that would be a great little run here. Just get to 500 at the 60 game mark because 1925. That's 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 not gonna do it. Especially if we do it against the A's, man. Like if we're able to climb yeah. our way back against this A's team, which is honestly the only time that we really need to do something this well, extreme. Looking, we got Dylan Bundy against Chris Bassett tomorrow. Chris Bassett having a hell of a season. Three and two, three point eight eight ERA, fifty three innings pitch, fifty seven strikeouts. Bundy's not that far off with the innings pitch and strikeout totals. Less walks allowed, more home runs allowed. Uh, yeah. Pretty much allows a hit per inning that he's in. Uh, Bundy with that 6.02 ERA, which not all of it's his fault, but It's getting still. there. Yeah. 
Should be a good one, though. I got some some Bundy and Bassett going down. Yeah, you know they, they duel up against each other when they're out hunting in the in the offseason. Yep, down in the wilderness. Game three, it's Heaney versus Manea. I'd say that's a pretty even game there. Uh, Manea with a lot more innings pitched than Heaney. I think Oakland's on the five-man rotation, so that could be why there's more innings pitched for Manea rather than Heaney. It's working for them. Heaney with less hits allowed and more strikeouts, though, so that's a that's a plus. Yeah. to look forward to. If we can take two of three here, I'd be very happy. I mean, I, I expect, don't expect it, but if we can, if we can take two of three, if Heaney's pitching like he can pitch, I think we can win game three. Bassett Bundy is a toss up, and tonight, hopefully, we get a guy that's not really locked in. He hasn't pitched in a while. Let's hopefully Jose Quintana can get his first win of the season. That's the other maybe side get of the out coin. of the fourth inning. If Quintana doesn't have it, Joe pull him out i know that it's beginning of the series but that at that point if quintana's doing poor but we're still in the game you got to bank on bundy having a good long outing tomorrow who, do, who would you want them to put in if they take out quintana early uh today there's not much to choose from because joe's burnt the bullpen yeah like it's out he's he's been a he's been gluttonous with his bullpen usage yeah gonna have to shuffle the shuffle the cards a bit i don't know um Guerra comes to mind, but I mean, it's yeah, not. I'm not ideal, he but he hasn't pitched in a bit, so he's probably the guy that they're going to go. That's with what I mean. Like, just going to come in, try to get two or three innings. I don't know, but it's like the the back inning guys, the six, seven, eight, nine guys. They, they've been pitching a lot, you know, Myers and Sliggers and Claudio and whoever. Like, even you know if you don't want to bring him in, their name may not even be available. It's not going to be Guerra. You know why? What? Oh, he's on, on the, the DL. IL. Okay, okay, okay. He's on the IL. So, I'm trying to think. It's interesting. I didn't even know that. <laughs> there, this, I had no we're idea. Proving our own point at Angels. Figure it out. We're proving our own point. He might our, have been reactivated, and that's why uh, Quintanilla, or I think no, Quintan, no, Kehara. Kehara. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. Kehara was right. set back down. But well, okay, so where's he at? He, I, he'd be my answer right now. I don't know. <laughs> he would be my answer yeah, right now. He'd be the guy. To be honest with you. Maybe have Sluggers pitch a few more innings. I don't know. Yeah, he he's comes to mind too. He hasn't been thrown as much as Myers. Hell, they might. Or Watson. If, if it's a complete blowout, then they're just going to throw no way. Put a position player in there. No way, no way. Okay, we should take this bet. It's like, how long do you think before the Angels have a position player pitching in a game? I would have guessed by now. Mm, but well, with all the injuries, yeah. I, I think would, before I think the All Star break, could have done that. I'll say that here now on the twentieth. Well, oh, they already did. It was uh, Anthony Benboom. Oh, that's right. I yeah, totally forgot they did have him. Okay, so the bet's over. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. They'll do another one by the All-Star break. Probably. Yeah. I think they'll let Jared Walsh do it. That'd be awesome. They should. He could probably light it up. I didn't know this, but Jared Walsh made his Major League debut as a pitcher for the Angels. I didn't even know that either. Yeah. Wow. There's I knew he was a two-way guy. Last game we were at. I knew he was a two-way guy. I yeah. didn't know that he made his debut. That must have been, what, 2018? Like I think so. Yeah. Crazy times. Bad times for the Angels. Yeah. Well, are you ready to get into some news from around the league? Yeah, I think so. There's a lot, but I think we should focus on a few things. Totally. Uh, there have been some no-hitters. That's cool. Next. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you mean next? Another podcast, another couple of no-hitters. What is going on, boys and girls? Corey What's going Kluber. on? Corey Kluber, the guy from Detroit. <laughs> that one tiger man turnbull turnbull i want to say turmoil him turnbull in turmoil detroit dude i love it yeah i, I love mean, these no hitters i love that it's against the same teams every time 
dude, right? <laughs> Have you seen the meme where it's like the the Harry Potter scene where Professor McGonagall's like interrogating Hermione, Harry, and Ron? Oh, it's always it's like, you it's three. Always you three. <laughs> and yeah. then it's the Rangers, oh. the Mariners, and the Indians. Always getting no hit. I'm just glad it's not the Angels because they sound like a team that would be no hit. Probably should have been. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. I mean. It, I want one of them to be a perfect game soon, and I know that I don't know if it was the Kluber one or the Turnboil one. Turnbull, Turnbull, Turnbull. Yeah, Boyle. Uh, which one was it where a walk caused it to be a no hitter instead of a perfect game? And then they looked at the pitch again, and it was a strike. I think it was the Kluber. I think he had like a three-two count, and he threw a borderline pitch that was later examined to, to be a strike with Statcast. I did not watch the game, so I cannot confirm nor deny. But I would not put it past Corey Kluber to. Yeah, it was pretty early. Like it wasn't like he had a no hitter in the eighth, and then he walked a guy. I think it was in right. the third or fourth. Right. But still, you look back, it's like fuck. So I'd like to see a perfect game. I know I'm being greedy, but let's go. Let's get one. Let's get one here before the next podcast, since we know there's going to be Dude, seven no hitters. Imagine an Angels player getting the perfect game this year. Ooh, who would it be? Don't hmm. say Shohei. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be Shohei. Be. Shohei would walk a batter first inning. Well, and he would get pulled out way before that. Yeah, he'd be. <laughs> he'd. Madden would be like, he's at forty pitches already through seven. He's out of the game. <laughs> Despite recent events, I still would have to say Dylan Bundy. It would probably be Dylan Bundy. He just the, the, or Heaney. Yeah, I mean, they're the only two that that I think have the mental toughness to get through a full that long of a game. Yeah, I'm just thinking going the distance. I just think Bundy, but. Yeah. Crazy. So a couple no-hitters. Um, I guess keep it up. I, I don't know, man. It, I'm down. weird. I like it. He likes it. Especially I, if the Angels get one. I like it unless they keep ramping up. Like I, it, I would be fine if we do, didn't get one for uh, for at least another month or two. Because, like, don't like you if think it was that later they, in the season? they lose their luster? Like, I mean, as cool as they are, don't you think that having two in a week is, like, it just diminishes the I think value? it's amazing. Okay. It's I mean, like it's like it's if, amazing. Uh, it's like if someone it's like if all of a sudden every every a bunch of players just started hitting for the cycle, and it was happening like once a week or right. twice in one week. I'd feel the same way. It's like eh, it's not it's not that crazy right no, now because there's so many. No, yeah. it's still crazy. No, see, it's I, still because it's so it, hard to do. Well, but it's, it's so hard. It's showing that it's. I mean, the cycle's a little different because it's almost out of your control more. I mean, you get you get the defense coming in big too, which is. Surprising that some of these teams have done it. I know the Yankees doesn't surprise me, but the Orioles and, and the Tigers, like, no offense, guys, but the defense coming in big for the pitchers, that's awesome. I mean, there has to be one or two big plays every game for a no-hitter or a perfect game. But, no, I think anything that happens, I mean, if, if there was a grand slam every day, I just I think it would become less of a thing. You would miss the posts about it. You know, there would be so many of them. You just think, okay, no big deal. There'll be another one next week or something. So I, I don't want it to be that way, which is why I want there to be fewer so that it's more of a special occasion. But I understand people's points with it. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I'm not sitting here like, no, no, fuck, another one. Like, I, I just I want it to be special still. So slow yeah. it down a little, you know. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think this next topic is a hot topic, um, especially around the league. Tony La Russa yeah. and uh, the whole... Minnesota Twins versus the White Sox, uh, Estadio, yeah, in your mean Mercedes going up against each other, position player on the mound, three zero count, your mean nukes one to the outfield. I think it was it was coming in real slow, like forty something miles an hour, but he it hit was, it like a hundred and nine. Yeah, so there's a big debate on even just the, the swing itself, whether he was loading up more 
than a normal pitch, or I don't know why that matters. I I see so many different sides on this, and there's so many ways to point blame. Um, there's a hundred percent blame on Larusa for what he said afterwards. Oh yeah, which caused the, him to get thrown behind. Which is yeah. like so. Let's 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 recap just for those who don't know. Yeah. Um, go ahead if you want to say what happened to. Uh, who was the one that threw the ball? It was uh, Astadio. I can't remember. No, if that's his first name or last name. No. Oh, Tyler Duffy. Tyler yeah, Duffy. Duffy. That's something of he he throws at uh, was it Tim Anderson, the next day, right? Like, in the legs. I think he threw at your mean. Oh, did he? He threw it at your mean. Yeah. He threw at somebody in the legs. Maybe it he was. He threw it at your mean. And and Tony Tony said that he didn't mind how they handled that. Here's where I think people get confused. People are assuming that he's saying he doesn't mind how they handle it, as in, I'm okay with them throwing at him, right? And that's what they're pissed off about. Right. I don't even think that's what Tony means. I think Tony knows that everyone knows that he's fine with them throwing at him. I think when he's saying he's fine with it, he's fine that they threw at his legs. I'm okay with how they handled it because they didn't throw at his head. He expects everybody to think that he wants them to throw at him because that's the way the game goes. Here's my other problem. The whole Lance Lynn thing. Lance Lynn saying, you know, these unwritten rules, are as I've been in the game longer, they start to fade away, that kind of thing. Tony coming back and saying, well, I have, a, I have an office, you have a locker. Look, that's not a good look. You're not yeah. there for your player. Um, There's just, nothing wrong with what Lance Lynn said, by the way. He no, wasn't saying I don't that think Tony, so. Tony was an asshole. Or like no. He, if anything, how he phrased it was like the most professional you could be about it without disrespecting either side. Trying to, right. So Tony doesn't care. He kind of disrespects Lynn back. Here's my problem with the other side, and that's Tim Anderson, specifically on social media oh, okay. and other players, stuff like that. So he, here's where I'll stand on this, and then I'll let you say your piece. But I think I know where you stand. I... I, I I can't completely ignore the LaRusa side of it, the old school baseball side of it. I can't. I can't completely look the other way because he is your manager. So it's, it, I, I completely thought back to the office where Stanley and Michael got in a fight, right? And Michael is very mature at the end, and he goes, Stanley, I'm your boss. You don't have to like me, but you have to respect me. And I think that needs to go both ways. I think it needs to go player to coach or player to manager and manager to player. Doing what Anderson is doing on social media and and talking to the other White Sox, and it seems like Tony's already lost that clubhouse, which is maybe yeah. his fault anyway. But here's the other side of the coin: is that they are playing fantastic baseball, and why can't we be adults and just kind of say, okay, we know he's our old man manager, we know he's our grandpa, but dude, he's putting the team together on the field and we're winning. Let's just let's just do it. And I think that they'll realize that too late. If they do fire Tony and bring somebody else in, that team could take a take a shit. I don't think it's going to help things. So I see both sides. I don't think Tony handled it well. I think he's going to joke about it here pretty soon. The PR is going to tell him we have to make a joke about this soon so that it's it's lightened up. Totally. Do you think he's going to get fired? Before you give your take on it, do you think he's going to get fired? There's no way. Like It'd be one thing if the team was in last place. It'd be one yeah. thing if the team right. had a terrible record, if they were under 500. There's no way that Tony Larusa gets fired despite what's happening in this in this scenario. No, I, I I don't like all the hate from him. I get it. Like not knowing the rules the other week with the the runner on second, like you know the extra innings rule. And I did like I think it was John. Was it no not John? I think it was Joel Sherman. Did you see his tweet? No. It's like Larusa seems to know the unwritten rules but not the written ones, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was awesome. So 
I get it. I understand the point of view, but I think if you ask the clubhouse anonymously, I still think they want him around, to, to be honest with you. I think he needed to have his players back there. Um, do you think he gave the take sign with 3-0? That's the other thing. Um, I haven't seen a camera angle. There's been a bunch of people trying to, to find the camera angle, whether he... He probably did give the take. And yeah, I mean, otherwise, otherwise he wouldn't be so pissed off about it. I mean, he yeah. wouldn't be... And I think he's over-exaggerating, saying, like, oh, I was getting up on the dugout stand because I knew he was ignoring the sign, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think so, dude. I think you, you expected him to take. You're thinking, like, oh, he knows what I want, so he's going to do it. If if that position player is throwing pitches right down the middle, meatballs, like, make him pay for it. And at the same time, yeah. like, this is the next thing. Like, you put a position player on the mound. This is what everyone's been saying. You put a position player on the mound, you forfeited the game. You're already losing. That's why you had the position player on the mound. Right. If you want to compete and maybe you still have a chance at winning the game, which people have done despite the deficits that they've been in, put a pitcher out there. Or tell the guy not to lollygag or throw meatballs down the middle. Like, try to throw some strikes. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, that's and true. You can't get mad at somebody for, like, and I don't know if the twins are mad that, that he did it. I don't know if the twins are mad that, that your mean swung 3-0 on a pitch right down the middle. Obviously, LaRusse is mad about it. But if the twins are mad about it, then they wouldn't have retaliated the following day. Yeah. Like, it's, the whole thing's just really weird. They, like, twins got to get over it. LaRusse has got to get over it. I think that players going on social media and you know like if it's so bizarre you know because like i don't agree with that part at all tim anderson i think you going need to keep in that shit. and telling your mean like keep keep doing you man like your mean has been an amazing player this year so i i wouldn't want to make your mean change anything at the same time i get where you're coming from with the whole like i'm like you you don't have to like me but you have to respect me like if your manager's telling you to take, like, it's one thing if you run the third base, third base coach telling you to stop, and you're like, "Screw you, man!" Like, I can make this, and you make it. That's one thing. Like, it, yeah, I think I there's a know. difference there. I don't know. There's I, a difference there this, with sending guys this, home and stuff. The same thing came up when Tatis did it. He like, he swung three zero. It was already whatever. Yeah. The manager got pissed at him, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is a dumbass rule." I think it's dumb that you can't swing three zero. I think you still need to respect your manager. I feel like going and showing support for your teammates on social media is one... Th like, it'd be one thing if Tim Anderson was like, fuck that old man, don't listen to him, keep doing you. It was just like, you know, go out there and play baseball. Play baseball the way that you know how to play baseball. And I get where you're coming from. I feel like there's a way to both, at the same time, do you and respect your manager. Yeah, obviously, there's go, a happy Obviously, medium. airing out dirty laundry on social media is not going to make that happen. No, that and who knows? Tony probably doesn't even know that those things are being said about him. No, but the White Sox organization does. Yeah. They're, they're monitoring that. And I also think this. I think there needs to be a line drawn. I do. With this let the kids play thing. I don't think this has anything to do with that. Absolutely not. I don't think it has anything to do with let, celebrations and bat flips and screaming when you, you – whatever – all that is a completely different category than the unwritten rules. I, I don't like them being thrown together like they are. I'm just confused as to where this is going to stop. Like w w Something's going to give one way or the other. It's going to get so extreme. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what happens there. Yeah, I, I don't know where I fall on this, though, guys. I know probably a majority of the listeners are thinking, no, like it's let the kids play and, and swing 3-0. And I, look, I, I don't have a problem with the swing 3-0. Look at the – you mentioned the Padres manager. What is it? Tink uh, – Tingler? Yeah. Chase he, or Trace? Tra or uh, Jace, Jace, I think. Jace. Yeah, something. He mentioned he didn't like the swing 3-0. Nobody was at his throat like they're at Tony's. So, uh, you know, that was last year. 
But now he's just so under the radar because he's old and because he didn't know the extra innings rule and everything. So I don't know. And then some people picked him as AL manager of the year at the beginning of the season. There so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I think if the White Sox keep winning, I don't think anything happens. I'll say that right now. I think now. he gets another contract for next season. <laughs> I think they're rolling, and yeah. yeah. Keep the good. same exact team. You get Eloy back. You get Luis Robert back yeah. in the lineup. They're it's... winning without those guys. It's yeah. incredible. So keep it up, White Sox. I mean, it's good to see another team in that division besides Minnesota being on top. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Then uh, let's finish up with this segment. It's time for this week's Player, Player of the, the Week. week. Let's go. Yeah. Jacob, you started off this time. Who I'm you got for off, this week's man. player of the week? So I went back and forth a few times. I mentioned him a little bit earlier. I'm going to have to go with Juan Ligaris. Um, finally coming out of his shell, getting the starts that he deserves every day. Being our best defensive outfielder at this point with Mike Trout being out, or even they were saying with Mike Trout in, Ligaris may have more coverage and better routes, which I was surprised at. Does have the gold glove under his belt. But uh, he's squaring up the ball right now. He's seen it really well. Um, he's going to find that power, too. It's it's kind of long doubles right now. He damn near hit one over yesterday. It hit the wall. He's going to get it, for so sure. So he's, he's getting there. He's locked in, taking some extra batting practice. Um, I think he's kind of given the middle finger to uh, to management, saying, hey, I, <laughs> I deserve that spot over Dexter at uh, the beginning of the year. So seems to be a team guy, too. He's, he's fired up. Yeah. It's good to see. I like the middle-aged guys. Kind of being fired up, or as Tyler likes to say, the older gentleman. I'd like to see the older gentleman fired up. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I know that I've I've said this gentleman before for the player of the week, but he's just been amazing, and I'm gonna have to give it to Shohei Otani. Oh man! Once again, jeez. Uh, Shohei, this past these past few series, man. I mean, four and two thirds innings once again. That's the least amount he's pitched, by the way. This is the second time he's only gone four and two-thirds. The first time was against the White Sox way back earlier into the season. Five strikeouts, ERA still low as shit in the low twos. Four home runs, a double, seven RBIs. He's just amazing, batting 364 these past few series, .955 OBS. I can't ask for anything more. I could give it to him alone for that Red Sox homer, that ninth inning. Just that. Yeah, awesome. So I get it. That's a good pick. Always. I've, I've heard of him. Always I've heard a of him. He's good. For Shohei Otani. Otani. Absolutely. Son. He stopped doing the Otani son. I don't know if somebody told him like, "Hey, that's culturally Victor insensitive." Victor probably hit him up and was like, "Yo, you can't like that's my thing." Because like, Victor hashtags Otani son. R- oh, okay. It's in the big fly Otani son yeah. thing. Okay, that makes sense. This is copyright. Yeah, he's probably like, "Stop doing my stuff, dude." That's all right. If Victor ever says "Gooby Tuesday" over there, then he's yeah. gonna get a. Get a summons to court for sure. He's gonna be like, "I'm taking you to court." Taking you to court. Absolutely. Get those, get those royalties. <laughs> As you know, I was on the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> so, pardon the pun. Double meaning there, <laughs> Jose. Yeah, I did want to say though, much like the last time when I made a promise to Jose Rojas, I'll make the same promise to Phil Goslin. If Goslin has another week like this week, Player of the Week next week, pal. Definitely, you were you were the runner up. Um, Probably actually deserved it over Ligaris, but look, you know, he's he's fought longer and harder. So Goose, stay loose. Stay and loose, Goose. Next week you'll be Goose of the Week. Same for Rojas. Defense has been great. Yeah, he flubbed one yesterday, but it was a rocket. Yeah. And I, I think they ended up giving a, a hit to uh whoever it was. Made a couple of really good plays. He had that backhand stab thrown across his body, speedy runner. So you're right. He's could be up in the conversation again. He's getting a lot more playing time than I think we thought and living up to the task at this point. The B team. 
Yeah, we call it the Angels B yeah. team. It's going to be a while before we get the A team back. It Once seems Mike like. Trout returns, that yeah. pulled uh, that pulled calf, rough to see. Yeah, can't believe he's gone for it's, this amount of time. It doesn't feel real yet because we're just so used to having him every game. He, he was in a slump, so I, I, look, if you're going to have a silver lining, if you're going to go down and get a fresh start, yeah, I think this is a good time. Still leading the league in OPS and on-base percentage yep. um, after having one of his worst stretches in his career. So I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the injury, why he was performing poorly. I do have to mention that it was coincidentally close to when Albert was released that he started to go downhill. So that is interesting. It was a little before that, but it kind of put the nail in the coffin to his little two-week stretch of just poor performance. Could be some conspiracy theory here. Uh Going yeah, into the rest of the season. Or you seen the? Uh, it was the stats of Trout like before Albert, like even when he played elsewhere, right? And then when Albert was on the Angels and Trout was on the, that's when he was just going off. And even in stints where Albert's been injured over the years, Trout's average has dropped and and things like that. So I don't know, I don't know. Maybe Trout's looking around like, man, I'm I'm the wily vet in the clubhouse now. Like, yeah, I'm not ready. He might for not this. like that. Yeah, he so, might not like that. I do think Trout was doing so well and having a great season because of Otani having all eyes on him, the media, and every, he doesn't want any of that shit. That's he true. wants to shut up and play ball like Rendon. That's true. So I think Otani being like, yeah, I'll take the spotlight. I can't even talk to these guys. Like, <laughs> like they, as far as they know, you know, I'm not even going to give interviews. Like, you can take pictures and videos of me all day, put me on your social media. I think that limelight being with Shohei is kind of let Trout be the sneaky player he is and just lead the league in everything. So, Mike, get well soon. We're getting your bobblehead tonight. Hell yeah. Going to rub it for some, some good juju. Runs. Like a, like a genie out of a lamp. Let's get you get you off the IL. Adding to the bobblehead collection. Yeah, we got quite a few here. Got quite a few at home too. Peter Borges, look at that one. Yeah, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. gorgeous. So yeah, I mean, uh, six to eight weeks. Let's hope it's closer to six. I think if anybody could get back sooner, it's Superman. Hope we get C Rod back soon as well. Get him back into yes. the bullpen, stretch him out, get him into the rotation. Get him into by the, the rotation. Break. Yeah, let's do it. Let's. And the other thing, guys, with the six to eight weeks, this is make or break. I mean, if we yeah. we got to hang in without Trout because if he comes back and we're so far out of it, what does he care about having a good season? And they'll use that as a scapegoat if we don't come back. It's going to be like, oh, we didn't have Trout yep. for six to eight weeks. No, it's because no. you didn't sign starting pitching yep. and you suck. Mark it down. We were already dog shit before Trout went down. Yeah, so 100%. that's not the reason for it. We were in last place in the AL West. So. Yes, sir. And uh, that's lo- that looks like that's where we're heading now. But uh <laughs> We're going to head out to the game real soon, fellas. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, go drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts five and Spotify. Stars, we really dude. appreciate it. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at MikeUpTheHalo. You see all of our information and all of our updates on there. We look forward to this series against Oakland. Fellas, mic that baby up. Big fly. Absolutely, was it?